0: are listening to the Trust Thinking series from Premier Mitin, a regular podcast on investment views from Premier Mitin's fund management team. With me is Gervais Williams, fund manager of the Mitin UK Microcap Trust. In this podcast, we'll be discussing the reasons why Gervais is more upbeat about the prospects for UK smaller companies than he has been for the last three decades. So Gervais, are you able to give us an overview um, on your current thoughts on the UK microcap market? Yes, it's been interesting, actually. Markets themselves have been uh, relatively to be good in the last sort of, 12 months. They've recovered from low levels. But what's been interesting about that is it's been led by many of the largest companies, some of the very largest companies in the US. We've particularly seen that as a feature this year. Uh, the UK market has held up better, particularly at the larger end. But what's been a really uh, disappointing feature isn't just that small credit companies have underperformed. They've underperformed by a very substantial degree over the last couple of years, uh, and that's... Uh, in spite of the fact that many of them are continued to report relatively good figures, in spite of the fact that actually they were standing at what we considered to be low valuations a couple of years ago. So valuations are, in our view, extraordinarily low, uh, uh, which is a bit disappointing. And UK inflation was better than expected. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I think what we've seen recently is as uh, perhaps the risk of further interest rate rises in the UK begins to peak, uh, we've seen that the valuation of the exchange rate, sterling exchange rate, started to come down. And as that happens, of course, international earnings, relative to the UK earnings are more valuable. And that's particularly important for the mainstream market. The largest quoted companies tend to have very large international operations. And so although the UK mainstream market had been drifting off, it's actually started to, to turn up again, which is good news. Uh, that's particularly important, not so much for the mainstream market, but there's been quite a lot of sellers of the UK stock market tick in the last six and 12 months. And as a result of that, if we start to see the UK market starting to pick up, perhaps the uh, OIC sellers, the open ended investment company sellers, will, will hold back a bit. And the reason why I bring that up is they've had a terribly sort of dulling effect on the share prices of small microcaps. And we think that if we see less redemptions because the mainstream market picks up, then the opportunity for some of the smaller microcap stocks to stop going down and indeed recover is much more interesting. And should we expect a global recession, do you think? Well, nobody knows. Um... I think, you know, for a working basis, we should absolutely work on the basis, unfortunately, not just a UK recession, not just a US recession, I think a global recession is likely, one, because we've had interest rate rises, which have been very substantial, secondly, because they've been over a relatively short period, and thirdly, they they tend to have a lagged effect, and we haven't seen the full lagged effect as yet. So unfortunately, yes, from the point of view of uh, thinking about the portfolio, we want it to be resilient. Uh, companies which we invest in tend to have more resilient balance sheets. They can invest in, in prospect of generating surplus cash in due course, but most particularly Quoted companies are so much better off than some of the less quoted companies. Uh, If you think of companies which are perhaps zombies, these are companies which are overborrowed, where interest rate rises have really put them in a very difficult position. We think, unfortunately, there's more likelihood that quite a lot of those zombie companies become insolvent. Uh, Quite a lot of private businesses with a lot of debt, they could find the cost of interest rates have come through, and that makes them insolvent as well. So it's going to be an unsettled period. Clearly, quoted companies don't have it easy, but they start off with relatively strong balance sheets. And if you do find that companies become insolvent, then you've probably got new marketplaces you can expand into with relatively little competition, which is excellent. The really big upside comes is if you can buy perhaps a business which is viable, but over borrowed from the receiver, often you buy those debt free, often you power them for low valuations, and you can keep the team in operation, keep the team working and get very quick cash returns on those acquisitions. And the advantage of that is that if you're a big company, that's excellent. Making these acquisitions is incremental. It does add extra return. But as you move down the market cap range, if in a business which is, say, the tenth of the size of the very big companies, then the uplift is, is so much more proportionally larger. And when you get into micro caps, which might be a hundredth the size of big companies, then the uplift, they may need to raise extra capital at time, and they've got external shareholders to do that. But the, the uplift can sometimes be transformational. Um, so, although it's an unsettled period, the stock market may gyrate a bit. The opportunity for the quoted companies, particularly microcap companies, not just to survive but thrive, is is really quite interesting. In light of that, then, what changes are coming through in the portfolio at the moment? Well, generally, we've been uh, we've been very happy with the portfolio. We've had some disappointments, clearly. Uh, those which have disappointed uh, have sold so there have been some sales uh, we, we get new companies coming to the market very few their valuations aren't that attractive but we are topping up on some of our existing holdings the valuations were cheap before they've come down the opportunity to buy more of our existing holdings has been there we are beginning just to see a couple of stocks bucking the economic trend what i mean by that is you know they're not just surviving they're doing a lot better than expected and their share prices are even going up, you know. And we've had, you know, the largest holding in the portfolio is a company called U Group, it's a utility. and uh, They've had two trading statements this year, which have both been very substantially above expectations. They're very, and it's nice to see share price hasn't gone up a lot, but it's gone up. <laughs> it's, <laughs> small, small, small beginnings. Uh, we think there will be other companies, hopefully, which are uh, within the portfolio, which start to report not just good results, but above expectation results. Uh, and with the marketplace. Uh, perhaps being a little bit more uh, stable without the uh, open-ended investment company uh, redemptions, then we think the opportunity for some of these companies to to rise in share prices might be slightly better than it was perhaps the last 12 months. And what do you feel are the long-term prospects then for the Trust? Well, the key about this fund is that it's a microcap trust. Uh, being a microcap trust, it doesn't mean the companies are themselves uh, you know, small corner shops. These are global companies, often employing thousands of people and making millions of pounds of profit. They're just a hundredth the size of the really big companies, or even a thousandth of the size of the really big company. So, coming back to it, they, they are still very viable businesses, often operating across international markets, often very strong market positions. The great advantage about the companies specifically is they're small and agile. At times of uncertainty, that helps. Specifically, they're in businesses often which are novel, and the great advantage about a novel market is sometimes it has structural growth prospects rather than it's reliant on the signal recovery of the global stock market uh, and, and the global economy. And on top of that, as I mentioned, the smaller the quota company, when you make an acquisition, the uplift on some of those distressed acquisitions could be so much greater. Uh, we think that the opportunity for this fund is, is, is tremendously upbeat going forward in a more uncertain world. Uh, as I mentioned at the start, the UK stock market itself has been more resilient. We think going forward, it's likely to attract more investments. We think companies generating surplus cash, such as many of the mainstream and largest companies in the UK, uh, will attract more investment, and people will take profits in some of the more volatile companies. And as that happens, we think the UK market, which has already had more resilient return, could start to outperform. But most particularly, we think this fund has the potential to outperform what may be a a more buoyant UK stock market. And and if that is the case, then it's not just that it's outperforming the UK, But as the UK outperforms the global stock markets, it could be that this fund starts to outperform any international strategies as well. We are tremendously upbeat about the potential for this strategy. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening. I hope you found this episode interesting. Look out for other episodes in the Trust Thinking series. This podcast is for investment professionals only and is issued by Premier Minds and Investors, which is the marketing name for Premier Portfolio Managers Limited and Premier Fund Managers Limited, which are authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. The value of investments can fall as well as rise.